welcome to Ordinary Lives, where we hear about the extraordinary things happening in and through ordinary people. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Ordinary Lives. I'm here with Taylor Miedema, who is a podcaster herself. A Mama Seeking Mamas is the name of your podcast. Mm Um, I'm going to give you some stats about podcasting to start because that's going to be the subject of our podcast. It's sort of self-referential, podcasting about podcasting. So interestingly, I found this very interesting. Over half of the U.S. population has listened to a podcast within the last year. Yeah, I believe that. Over a third has listened to a podcast in the last month. Mm -hmm. And over a quarter listen to podcasts weekly. Mm-hmm. which is a lot more than I would have anticipated, Yeah. which is a terrible thing to say because we're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I found very interesting is that the average age or the age segment of those who listen to podcasts, I would have thought would have trended younger. Mm-hmm. It's actually their, the biggest segment is 35 to 54 year olds. Okay. Approximately 40% of all podcast, listener, podcast listeners are in that age range, and it's actually a little less to those who are younger. Hmm. I, I think I believe that, though, because I feel like a lot of people use podcasts or listen to podcasts on their way to work, or maybe if they work from, like, they're listening during the day while they're doing something, whereas I feel... I have no idea what the younger generation... I mean, I'm not that old, but I have no idea what the younger generation... Um, yeah, I, I don't know what they would, I don't know what they're doing, but mm-hmm. I know I, I, it makes sense to me kind of that age demographic because of the whole podcasts. People enjoy podcasts because it's something you can pop in or listen to while you're on your commute. Like, and I think people feel like they're using their time wisely if they're listening to something rather than, you know, maybe because you can learn things from podcasts. You can be encouraged from podcasts. You can laugh, you know, you, it can all those things you don't have a bunch of ads you're listening to you don't have to choose them you know sometimes you just get sick of music and you want something maybe a little bit more fulfilling i'm not saying all podcasts are fulfilling Mm because i definitely sure (laughs) or um uplifting but i i i am not surprised by the age demographic i that kind of fits what i was thinking i i guess i am a little surprised i guess i thought maybe younger people might listen a little bit more but it's not significantly different. So 12 to 34 is 30, uh, 37%. Oh, okay. So it's just a few percentage points. Sure. Yeah. I was just going to say, it, I think that makes sense, though, too, because a majority of the podcasts out there, they know their target audience, and they probably go towards the 30 to you know 54 age range or whatever. So mm-hmm. that, that makes sense, too. So you started podcasting about how long ago? Um. In April of, it's been like a, it'll be a year in April, I guess. Okay. Um, I am lost with the years at yeah, this yeah. point. Was that, was that a COVID thing? Having a kid and, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what time I'll run together. But... My wife talks about pregnancy brain. Oh, yeah. There's actually a study. I don't know if this is true or not, or it's just purely fictional, that it's actually harder to think when you're pregnant. I have no idea whether that's true. No, I, I mean, that was definitely a thing when I was pregnant and I had just gotten a, a new job when I was pregnant and I'm like, all they know is my brain while I'm pregnant. So I'm like, they probably <laughs> think a little less of me, you know, because they would, 
tell me something and it just like would not register. But I also feel like after you have a kid, I, I do kind of feel like part of my brain is just missing. Really? Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe you're smarter in some ways, just intuitively, you know, being a mom, but also there are just some things where I'm like, I, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it just takes me longer to, you know, compute things, but maybe that's just because I'm, <laughs> I'm tired out. You know, maybe you're just that's like, true. That's true. That. That's true. When you have a relatively young child, a lot of time you think, I wish I just could be sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I think about, yeah, I, I do. I love my child so much, but sometimes I, I do count down the hours to his bedtime and then my bedtime. <laughs> sure. So. so you started podcasting after he was born. Yeah. So I, I started podcasting. Um, he was born in August and then I, I started, I had the idea. Well, honestly, I've always wanted to podcast or to have a podcast and I'm a very creative person. I did. Hmm theater all throughout high school and college and I did improv and still do improv and I, I have all these creative Wait a minute, pause for a minute. Oh sure. Give an advertisement. <laughs> or you're gonna be appearing, right? Don't you have something that you're gonna oh, be playing yeah. in? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I am. I am in a play currently. Yep, it's at Master Arts Theater. Um, I don't know when this podcast is coming out. This is going to be published. This is a, nobody knows this, of course, but this is a Tuesday. It'll be published on Friday. Oh, this okay. Week. Yeah. So you could, well, actually, I think all the tickets are sold out, but <laughs> if um, sometimes people cancel, but it's over at Master Arts Theater. It's called the Best Christmas Pageant Ever. Hmm. Um, it's a very lovely, uh, I would kind of describe it as a children's Christmas show. Um it's so fun, but it's just kind of like a retelling of the, the Christmas story in a very sweet way. And um, so, yeah, if you want to come out and enjoy a show, please do. It's over at Master Arts Theater and you can find their tickets online. Uh, but like I said, the tickets sold out really fast. So I don't even know if there are tickets. So sorry to spoil, you know, or tease you with that. Sure. But um, yeah, so I, I've just always been a really creative person and, um, it, you know, it's after you get married and start working. And then especially after you have a kid, it's just hard, way harder to do those things. They're mm. very time consuming. And so I, I knew I really needed some sort of outlet to be creative. But then also I really, I had a very hard time after I had my son. Mm. Um, I struggled with postpartum anxiety mm. and postpartum depression mm. pretty bad. Um, and I, I don't know. I just was having all these feelings and thoughts and like, I can't be the only person who, who's right. feeling this way, you know? And also I had a child during COVID. So they're right. You know, so you're isolated anyway. Exactly. I mean, having a child is isolating, but then during COVID it's extra isolating. And my husband, you know, had to go back to work pretty quickly. And, and we have a lot of help and everything around here, but it was, it was just hard. So I, I really, really struggled during that time. So kind of with my creative I mean, who I am as a person, I knew I needed something creative, but then I, I'm also like, I want to put something out there to, to say these things, to let people know, Hey, you're not alone in feeling this way or really feeling that motherhood is hard. You know, mm. like, it's okay to say it's hard, but also enjoyable, but you know, it's, it's so many different emotions. And so I just kind of wanted a space to talk about that, but I wanted it to also be a place where people could find connection or encouragement or at least feel relieved, like, oh, good, like somebody else has had these thoughts or somebody else has experienced this. And so I would say probably in like November or December um, before that April that I, I released it, I started writing content out mm -hmm. and I had, um, I got together with 
Lexi Suin and she took my pictures and, you know, she, and I had like a meeting. I'm like, okay, you got to tell me how to like work Instagram and, oh, right. you know, all this sort of stuff, because I'm, I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not that. So you were strong in the creative part, not strong in the digital media. Exactly. Part. Yeah. And I knew that I also knew I'm like, if I'm going to do this thing, I want to do it well. And mm -hmm. I want it not so I'll say I want it to be successful, not so much in like, you know, a, a huge number of people listen, but just that it, it's done well, you know, especially when I put my time and energy into it. And uh, yeah, so I, it kind of came about organically. And I also pray a lot about it too. I'm a person where I tend to, um, I get excited about things and I used to kind of just like go full force on them and then be like, oops, that wasn't, I don't, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. That wasn't a good mm -hmm. idea. So I, I really thought hard about it. I, I spent a lot of time working on the content. And then the first couple episodes I recorded, I think I re-recorded. You, you know, did. Yeah, I just wasn't happy with them. And, you know, we were just talking before about how you start listening to your voice. Mm -hmm. or, or you notice when you say certain things or I notice my breathing pattern. That's right. <laughs> you know, things like that. Right. that and it, it's also scary putting out, it, really, it's like a piece of art in, in a mm. way, you know, that it's something that you've created and you're putting it out there for people to engage with. And, and that's kind of scary, you know, but it, it felt good once I finally released an episode. Cause I'm like, all right, it's out there, you know, like you no know, taking it back now. And I have definitely, I've gotten a, a good response good. from people. Yeah. I've been really um, blessed and thankful and have encouraged some newer moms, uh, which has been, which means a lot to me. Cause... Right. Cause that's, that's who you really were hoping to, to connect with, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I, you know, that's just this, the space of life I'm in right now. And so it, it makes sense that I, you know, the content that I'm putting out is, is reaching them and they're feeling that. And it's kind of morphed as I've done it, um, into, I was doing a lot more of like solo talking, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, kind of talking about different topics. Like I talked about, <clears throat> excuse me, depression and anxiety and, um, that sort of stuff. And then, um, but then it's, it's morphed a little bit more into now I'm doing a lot more interviews because right. I think people enjoy that more, you know, kind of talking back and forth and then hearing about a specific topic, I guess. When you're interviewing someone, do you have, do you have a sense of fulfillment, um, considering what you were pursuing? So when you started, you really wanted to reach out to other young moms, mm -hmm. right? And you wanted to understand for yourself what this was like being mm -hmm. a new mom is the, have the interviews helped with that? Because it would seem like to be a natural connection point between you and I'm guessing, well, I've listened to a few, so mm -hmm. more experienced mothers. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, you know, and I, I reach out to these people or I connect with these people because I think that they have good resources, um, or they have important things to say that could benefit not just me, but yeah, other moms um, that are newer. And yeah, I mean, one of my most recent episodes, it, it was, it was interviewing two moms from our church, but they both have four kids, you know, different ages. And they're, they're a step ahead of me in life, just with where they are, right? Um, with the ages of their kids. And, and that was a, a big benefit to talk to them. But also I've, I've talked to some people that are, like I, I talked with somebody who uh, she's a nurse, but she's also like a lactation consultant. And, but she does a lot of like postpartum education, mm. just a, a lot of education. And it, it's been fun to have, it was fun to have her on because those are things I wish I knew 
when I was directly postpartum. So I have mm -hmm. people in my brain that I'm thinking of where I'm like, this could really benefit them to listen mm -hmm. to this or to hear her tips and tricks and to kind of, yeah. So, I mean, everybody that I reach out to, to interview, I mean, I, I think a lot about it and be like, okay, is this going to be encouraging? Is this going to be, um, is this going to be something that people want to hear about? You know, is it, it, and does it fit along? Like I said, I don't know the, it's just kind of morphed as mm -hmm. I've done the podcast, which has been kind of fun too. Cause it's, it's a project that I'm, I'm in charge of. Right. So right. I can take a break when I want, I, you know, I'm, I'm taking a break for the holidays right now and I'm, I'm planning on doing another little project, but then I, I have things coming up in the spring, but I'm, I'm backing off a little bit on the amount that I'm posting. So I, I might do once or twice a month versus every week. Um, just because of the stage of life I'm in, but it's nice with a podcast that, especially if you're the one doing it, I mean, you can choose those things, right. right? You know, you're still putting things out there, especially since I'm still getting a pretty good response from people. I'm like, well, people do care. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, I am encouraging people. So I do want to continue, but how can I also balance that with where I am? In sure. Life? So why did you pick podcasting? So if you go back, you know, a generation or so, there was no podcasting. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were conversations mm -hmm. or there were things that were written. Mm -hmm. So podcasting falls in between. It's a conversation, but it has more, it, it's longer lasting than a conversation. It's recorded. Right. You can listen to it at your convenience. Mm -hmm. It has sort of the permanence of the written word, but it has a very conversation style. Why did you pick that? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I, I, I so sincerely wish I could be a writer. I really, <laughs> like, I really do. Like, I wish I have so many ideas and mm -hmm. things in my brain, but then to put them out on paper, it just, not, it always like falls flat, you know? Oh. And, uh, cause I, I thought about that a lot before I even thought about podcasting, not so much with the topic that I, I talk about, but just, um, earlier in life, I'm like, Oh, you know, I would always love to write this or write that. And I always try, but I, which it's, it's, uh, in art form, it's a skill that you learn and you got to work at, right? Mm -hmm. Writing. So, but I just, yeah, I'm like, that's probably not the right. I don't think it's, yeah, I, I don't know. So I knew that I was better conversationally, right. you know, I, I'm better with my words when I'm talking. I, I do have a lot of improv experience. And so, you know, I can, I can kind of follow a little bit of a script or just an outline of what I'm going to talk about, but I can also just roll with it. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, so that it just works much better for me. And it felt like it fit my personality better than to like write a start a blog or something like mm -hmm. that or write a book. So I, I knew that it, it fit me better. And also, I knew a lot of people listen to podcasts, you okay. know, and it's something that a mom can you can be listening to that while you're doing laundry or holding your baby while they're nap, you know, things like that you you can kind of take it with you and mm -hmm. people can listen, like you said, at their convenience. It's not at a specific time. They don't have to sit down and watch you, you know, cause YouTube's also a really big thing. Yeah. Um, people, Evidently I've heard, I, <laughs> you know, I, and I, I have a friend who she's, I mean, she's a huge YouTuber. She has like over a hundred thousand subscribers mm -hmm. on YouTube, you know, and it, it's amazing, but that takes, like 10 times more work, right? Sure. Cause you have the video and you got the sound and then you got to edit it all together. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to spend that much. I, this is something I'm doing for me because I enjoy it and it, it's a hobby, but I'm not going to, it's not going to take over my life. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep it balanced with my family life and everything like that. So yeah, podcasting, it just seemed to naturally be the right choice just for who I am. And 
and what I wanted to achieve, I think. Right. So you've come to appreciate the conversational nature of a podcast, it sounds, mm -hmm. from being very solo, I have a topic, I'm going to talk about mm -hmm. the topic, to a conversation. Mm -hmm. And that conversation form has its pros as well as its cons. Yeah. Right? What are the pros of that form of communication? Mm. I think... I personally just think people enjoy listening to two people talking more than just one person monologuing, right? Mm -hmm. And and I mean, it's as a, as you're speaking to someone, maybe the listeners know this, maybe not, but I'm a preacher by profession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so every Sunday is at least one or two long monologues. Okay, that's inappropriate. People know they're expecting a monologue for that, you know. But um, no, it's funny. Um, but when people listen in, I think. People get a kick out of just hearing how two people are interacting and especially, or if they're talking about a certain topic, what the opinion each person has on it. So mm -hmm. I, I personally think people just enjoy that more. And also it takes, it takes pressure off of me because I'm like, okay, I got to talk sure. for 25, 30 minutes on something. And I, there've been times where, especially earlier on where I'd get like halfway through and then I'm like kind of self-conscious and I'm like, I'm talking a lot, but maybe I'm not talking, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it takes the pressure off there. I would say, are you going to ask the cons? If you want me okay. to. <laughs> was, okay. I the just, cons. <laughs> I just didn't know if it was a, <laughs> yeah, I did raise that. So um, I guess I'm asking you the cons. Go ahead. No, well, it's, it's funny. Cause I don't really, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I well, said that, but I don't know if there really are any cons with, with, podcasting. I mean, I guess it depends on who you're, you're talking to or, um, the, the guest you have on, right. you know, if, so, it, so there can be a synergy problem. Yes. So for example, you have someone on your podcast and about halfway through you discover, eh, yeah. we're not really yeah. working this very well. If you're just in a conversation, you go home and you say to your spouse, yeah, it was a nice night, but it really didn't go that well. If you're recording a podcast, you're either going to scrap the whole thing yeah. or you're going to be like, well, this is the best it was. Yeah, that, that absolutely can be a con. And I'm really thankful that that has never happened. Oh, good you know? for you. So that, <laughs> but I mean, it's true. Some people just aren't there. They're not comfortable with it. And, and I have a few people that I've asked like, hey, can I interview you? And then they get really nervous. And I'm like, right. well, and I want to explain to them like, yeah, it's pretty low stakes. Like we can start over, do things. Plus, it doesn't make me nervous, but I understand that it could make, if right. that's not their forte and they don't like talking in front of people, even though they're not really in front of people, they know other people are going to hear it. Yes. You know? So that that could be a con, but I'm thankful that that hasn't really happened. Um, but I would say probably the people that I've, I've chosen to interview up until now have been, they've, they've done this before, or they haven't necessarily done a podcast before, but they you know, some people I've actually met through Instagram that I, I interviewed um, because we were in the same spheres, right? They're oh, yeah. moms, they're doing, um, some of them are kind of focusing on health and well, they're just doing different things, but we're in the same, same sphere. So they already had a platform where they're used to kind of talking to people that I don't know why I keep doing air quotes. People can't see them. Doing air okay. Quotes, so but... just if you all were watching this, if this was YouTube, <laughs> you would see a lot of air quotes. I would, yeah, I'm a big air quote person. But so thankfully, yeah, the people that I have interviewed, they've already kind of been used to it. Mm -hmm. Or I would say the interview I did with, um, two women from our church, they were probably the, the most nervous about it, but mm -hmm. then we laughed a little bit and we, they did good because it did, it yeah. just turned into a conversation. So I guess I don't, yeah, really think there are too many cons. So one of the things that I think about with your particular topic is 
if I go back to the time when my parents were raising children, a lot of the conversations, the topics that you think about would have been handled sort of in family or in very small communities. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a very small rural community. Mm -hmm. So it would be the conversation after, you know, some meeting or it'd be the conversation after, say, a a service at church and mm -hmm. people would come over to the house and you talk about how your kid's doing. Mm -hmm. um, and these conversations now are becoming more public, mm -hmm. right? Essentially what you're doing is taking those kinds of conversations and you're making them public. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if there's something lost in that. Yeah, I, I no, that's, I, I think there's a positive to it, but along with that positive, I think also becomes a, a negative, right? That you're, because sometimes when you're making these sort of conversations public, like um, it, it is a really big, th big thing for moms to focus on their mental health, which is honestly a very good thing, mm -hmm. right? It is, it's a, a huge thing. And I'm saying this as somebody who's struggled immensely. It was the hardest time of my life mm. you know, after I had my child, but also it's gotten to the point where it's, it's talked about so much that it's sometimes that becomes a, a bigger priority Mm. Um, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this without, <laughs> I don't know, sounding offensive, which it, I mean, that's just kind of the, the world we live in, but that sometimes it, it, it tells, okay. It tells the mom to focus, like you are enough. You're enough just sure. as you are, you know, you are, um, complete, you are whole. And as Christians, we know that's not true. Right. right? And so I have to be really, I, I, I've thought a lot about this. I've talked with my husband about about this that I'm like, I have to be really careful because I'm in this sphere where I, I want to say to moms, you are enough because of what Christ has done for you, right? right? It's because of what Christ is doing through you. It's yeah. not you that, but everything you see or everything that's posted or even a lot of the other podcasts that, because there's a lot of mom podcasts out there, yeah. right? But a lot of them are telling you to find Find it within yourself mm -hmm. to, to be a good mom to, yes, you take that time, you know, or self-care, right, is a mm -hmm. huge thing. And especially oh, for moms, they're like, yeah, push yourself into self-care. And you're like, well, it it's too much. Like you're, <laughs> you know, it becomes, that becomes an idol. Mm -hmm. And so, it, yeah, I have to be really careful of, and and actually, I feel like almost every episode I've done with the podcast, I've become much and more, I, I've never hid my faith. I've always, I mean it's right on there. And I, I tell people, I'm like, look, I'm a Christian and this right. is my worldview and this is how I live my life. But I feel like it's just become more and more evident every yeah. episode I do because it's important. And, and that's, and I actually had a, a mom on who her and her husband and their two kids, they're going to become missionaries mm. in Uganda. But her interview, I didn't plan it like this. It was so great, but it was like literally just a gospel presentation. Really? It was, I mean, and it's just because that's the way she talks. She is so mm. full of the Holy Spirit and just loves the Lord and just wants to tell everybody about it. And I'm mm. like, by the end, I'm like, this is awesome. Like, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm so excited for people to listen to this because, but, you know, because it's, it's sharing the good news, but I have noticed that I've also lost maybe like followers or people, hmm. I think because they're like, wow, okay, yeah, you know, she's a Christian or she, I don't know, maybe they think I have an agenda or something, but I, there's no shame in that, right? I'm yeah. I'm like, well, I just should become more and more blatant about it. But really, because it's, um, yeah, I think that's the important thing. I'm so sorry. I don't even remember what the question was. That's okay. Uh, oh, do because I. Some, <laughs> does something become lost? Yeah. 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 So 
I guess that's where the fear is. Like, yes, it's a good thing to talk about these things, but it pushes it to a place where it's almost talked about too much. And we, right. and then we focus on, um, we focus on these things when really, you know, we should be looking to Christ and we sure. should be, um, and like you said, you know, those conversations would happen after church or mm -hmm. within your family setting. And I don't ever think podcasting or something like this should be become a replacement for friends or, and, and I said this multiple times on my podcast too, like if you're, you need to go out and find local support, right. right? It may not be your blood family. Maybe you don't have a good relationship with them, but get involved in a church. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so you're looking for real relationships. Exactly. And I, I have stressed that. Well, I did a whole episode on, on friendships, right? Because mm -hmm. friendships have also changed for me as I've become a mom. But I'm like, nothing replaces those real life people yeah. that are there for you. Because one of the things that podcasts do mm -hmm. is they enable us to control when we get the information, when we don't, mm -hmm. and who we get the information from. Mm. And in some regard, that happens also with friendships, because if a friendship works, you may deepen that friendship. If it doesn't, it kind of languishes a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the nature of real relationships is you get challenged mm -hmm. and you're not really in control. Mm -hmm. And so if you're sitting down with somebody who is a deep friend, you're going to have some conversations that might really challenge you that if you're just listening to a podcast as a replacement for a friendship, you're just going to turn it off. Mm -hmm. Because, well, what do you owe to this podcaster? Nothing. Right. You're just listening because you want to listen, but we relationships are not like that. No, they're deeply challenging. Well, and they, I mean, you're connected to those people, right? You have union with them and, you know, God has made us to, to be in communion with each other. And I mean, just, just earlier today, I, I mean, my heart was so stirred because of, um, some of the people in my life are going through really hard things, mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, I, I was literally moved to tears, you know, while praying, because I, I was just so, I'm so heartbroken for them mm -hmm. where that, I mean, that may not, and most likely won't happen for somebody, some random person you're listening to on a podcast. I mean, maybe, right. They're telling a story or something like that, but when it's your, your true friend and your, your true person that, you know, you know, well, you've had deep conversations with them. You've you've built a relationship over time, right? This slow time of building a relationship. I don't think a podcast should ever replace that, you know, but my, my hope was to kind of fill the gap because right. I know, and I've had people reach out to me to say like, yeah, once I became a mom, like I lost all my friends. Yeah, I don't right. have any friends anymore, yeah, you know? Your time is so constricted. Right, and I, well, especially if they're the only person in their life that has a kid, right? Sure. They totally don't get it. They're not on the same wavelength. And um, so they do, they feel really lonely and maybe they, they don't really go to church often or they don't have mm -hmm. a church. So, you know, I my hope is that it can be an encouragement um, and they can feel some sort of connection by listening to the podcast. But ultimately, I hope that they feel encouraged, feel connected, and then that leads them into relationships with people in their life, Absolutely. you know, that it's sure you can start here and that's a safe place to start, but you got to eventually branch out and lean on the people that God has placed in your life. Sure. Because every other form of, of, uh, in informational media has similar restrictions. Mm -hmm. So even a book, you pick up the book, you decide which book to read, you can mm -hmm. put it down whenever you want. 
Um, if you're if you're following a blog, if you don't like the blog, you just skip it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to really pay any attention to it. I think actually podcasting is um, a little step ahead of some of those other forms of media because mm-hmm. in a lot of podcasting, like what we're doing here, mm-hmm. there is rapport. Sure. And you, you get a sense of conversation sure. that some of the other media might not, which mm-hmm. would naturally lend itself perhaps to uh, relationship outside. Mm-hmm. In other words, okay, I've heard people talk about this. Maybe this is a conversation I can have with someone. Right. Mental health, for example. Mm-hmm. In some communities, that is not something you're supposed to talk about. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to just buck up, you know, try harder, stop whining, complaining. Mm-hmm. But if you hear people talk about it in an obvious and compassionate way, right. maybe it encourages you to have that conversation with someone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, th- and that's my hope and that has been my hope and goal with a lot of the conversations or topics that I, I've talked about that I'm like, well, hopefully... Even if this is just relatable for one person and it encourages one person, then great. I, that's all, you know, I, I hope that it, it did what it, it needed to do for them. Um, but no, I, I'm glad you bring that up. It's a, a good point that it, it shouldn't replace and it can't replace true relationships and having those conversations with actual people. Right. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you about the topic. Mm-hmm. So the topic was very appropriate for the time of life mm-hmm. that you were in, your season of life. Um, did you ever worry that it was such a common topic that mm-hmm. no one was going to pay attention? I mean, literally, yeah. well, not literally, almost half of the people in the world are female mm-hmm. and a substantial, significant portion of those have children. Yeah. So you're talking about a topic that literally applies to millions and millions and millions of people. Do you ever wonder if this is going to be too passe? No one's going to want to listen. Oh, for sure. I didn't really until I like released one episode and then I was I was doing a lot on social media of trying to, to get it out there and things like that. And then I was like, oh, my word, there are like literally so many podcasts that are like exactly the same as mine. Right. And so I, I did eventually I I initially got really nervous about it, but then I kind of got over it and I'm like, mm. well, because. Honestly, I think a lot of the people that listen, the number has fluctuated a decent amount. It's gone up and down. Um, but the people that I, I do know listen are mostly people that know me. Not right. everybody, but most pe- mostly people that know me and um, that it's encouraging to them. So I'm like, well, as long as it's, I, I never wanted to give myself a number. I'm like, if, as long as this many people are listening, sure. I'll keep doing it, you know, but I... I'm like, well, it is encouraging to some people. And I've kind of now gotten to a point where it, um, I have a consistent amount of people that follow me on social media as well. And I engage a lot on social media and ask questions and wow. about like, hey, what, what do you guys want to hear about on mm-hmm. the podcast? Or these are some topics that I'm thinking about. And so I'm kind of, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a very general, motherhood is a very general topic, right? Mm-hmm. And usually you want to do, you want to pick something a little bit more. Um, You're looking for a niche. Yeah. Yeah. You need that. Um, but I'm like, okay, well I'll just do this with the people that I already have. Like let's, that's kind of the nice thing about it is I'm like, I'm just going to let this morph along with my life as I continue to grow hmm. in life and then see what, okay, I have these people that are listening and clearly care um, what I'm saying and that the topics that I'm bringing. So let's see what they want to hear about it. I'm like, we'll just kind of find this, together. And if that gathers more followers or listeners, great. But so I've, I've kind of just let it morph. And I've also, I've really handed it to God and been mm. like, you know, I, 
I pray, yeah, I pray a decent amount about it. Just asking mm -hmm. that I can be content and okay with whatever it looks like, mm -hmm. however many people are listening or, and I pray that a lot in the beginning to not be concerned about the numbers, Sure. you know, but oh, that's a big thing with podcasting. It is, you know, you, you can look up all the time to see how many people your are metrics. Listening. Yeah. And then you <laughs> refresh the page and you're like, okay, one more person. And I was like, oh, it's just me. I listen, you know, but, um, I could listen again. Yeah, I, listen. <laughs> I actually did. I had to um, tell my husband, I'm like, don't, don't click on it because I want to know how many actual people <laughs> you know, brother. which he doesn't even, he's listened to like maybe one episode. But maybe, okay. maybe he's out there secretly every day listening to it on repeat. That would be very sweet of him if he did that, but also a little heartbreaking. So if that's true, Joel, don't tell me. No, but yeah, so I've kind of, yeah, I, I, I think I've really just, and especially now because it doesn't take me quite as much time and effort mm. as it used to. Um, and I'm, kind of just letting it be a little bit more organic and just flowing with it, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I feel like I've just really given it to God and been like, okay, that's okay that I have the same topic as, you know, 75 other podcasts because there are people that are listening and encouraged. And also it's led me to actually be more maybe open or bold about my faith too. Sure. Cause I'm like, you know, that's, that's how I'm living. This is how my mother, you know, motherhood is going for me is, I'm coming from a Christian worldview and that's so yeah, I'm, I'm not going to compete with all these other, I don't want to say worldly podcasts, but kind of, you know, yeah. just to fit in with culture to okay. get more followers. Now, now I'm going to ask you a question that may be a little bit difficult. So I'm stealing well, it for like this. Yes. Smirking, so. so yeah. So uh, the president's spokeswoman says she circles back to things. So I want to circle back to something. Yeah. And what you said earlier was, I think your quote was, I don't have an agenda in the podcast. Mm -hmm. Do you not? I mean, oh, um, yeah. Like, I don't what, are you, what are you trying to do? No, that's a good question. Yeah, let's circle back to that. Um, <laughs> no, um, I guess what I was saying by that is I don't, people always think that you have an agenda. Like, we're kind of taught to think that, like, and, and I, I mean that in a negative connotation. So you mean the story underneath the story. Right. Why like, are you really trying to convince me? What are you trying to push? Or yeah. what are you trying to... Your used like, car, well, I was going to say used car salesman. No, I mean, Sorry to all the used car salesmen yeah. out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. That's an so, honorable profession. Um, So I think that's what I, I meant by it is that people are... They get turned off because they think you're just trying to push your yeah. faith in their face or something like that. And it's like, well, no, like, look, I don't... I mean, yeah, I probably do have an agenda, but it's just my life that so I'm integration. living. So, so yeah. your agenda is the integration of your life mm -hmm. with what matters to you. You're mm -hmm. just being explicit about it. Yeah. Which I mean, probably distinguishes your podcast from a whole bunch of others. I would hope so, you know, because I, yeah, there have been a couple times where I, I've written something or prepared something and I'm like, okay, Taylor, like really look at this, you know, are you trying to hide Christ? And, you know, like mm -hmm. kind of trying to put them under a rug so you don't like offend people. And it's like, well, forget that, you know, pull the rug out, you know, because, yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought a lot about it. And I'm, I've just gotten to a point where I'm like, let's just be bold with it. And if people want to say I have an agenda with it, then that, I, that's okay. If they, if that's how they feel, sure, whatever, mm -hmm. that's fine. But it's, I don't view it as an agenda because it's just me living my life. And letting people know, like, I depend fully on Christ for everything I do, and especially for being a mom. And that is not an unusual struggle for an artist. 
So I do not think about podcasting first and foremost as an art form, mm -hmm. but you're like the third person to tell me that. I, so I I'm probably that. wrong. Yeah. I'm probably <laughs> wrong. Yeah. So it's a certain kind of um, art form and artists always struggle with that. Mm -hmm. So whether it's the printed media, so I'm writing a novel, how explicit am I if I'm a Christian? Mm -hmm. Do I have my characters preach sermons? Mm -hmm. Or if I'm an artist, do I create pictures that have some rep representation of a biblical scene? Is that what it means to be a Christian artist? What does it mean for you to be a Christian artist? Oh, boy, that's a question. Well, I mean, really, we just need to be bringing God glory in everything we do, right? So I think I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> but it, so. I mean, and the older I get, like every year that passes, I think more and more about like, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, why am I making the choices I'm making? How am I using my time? And that's been a huge thing. And so with podcasting, it is taking my time, mm -hmm. right? It, 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 it takes a chunk of my time. It's a finite resource. Yeah. And so I had to think a lot about like, well, then this needs to be something positive and needs to make sure that God's getting the glory for it. And it needs to be... I also really wanted to make sure it was something that was for others, hmm. because if I was doing something right, cause I talked with my husband about this. I'm like, look, this is a hobby. It's something I want. Um, in the beginning, I'm like, I need like an hour or two, uh, one or two nights a week that I can focus on this. So I was, I was talking to him about spending this time. And if I was doing something in that time, that was just for me, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't feel good about that, right? Because I wouldn't be serving others. I wouldn't, it, I don't know. I, it, yeah. So I've struggled a lot with that, but I feel like being um, a Christian artist, I feel like it, it, you really just need to make sure what you're doing is bringing glory to God and really how you're using your time. I think that's an even bigger way because yeah, it is kind of weird to describe pos podcasting as an art form because <laughs> You're like, how is it art? But it's it's just be, it, you're using your time and your resources and your creativity to make something, to okay. create something. Which is an art. It, it is. That's, it is. That's what art and is. so if I'm, how I'm using my time and my resources, it needs to be glorifying to God. Yeah. So, yeah. It's interesting that we talked about integration just a little bit ago. Mm -hmm. And the integration is something that I think a lot of people would struggle with who are not Christians. And I don't mean that Christians are totally integrated and people who are not Christians are not integrated. I don't mm -hmm. mean that at all. All of us struggle with that question of integration. But what I'm saying is that people who maybe look at Christianity from the outside in would look at Christians and say, what Christians do is they have a story to tell. They want to convince you of something, but it's not genuine. Mm -hmm. So part of what really attracts me to podcasting mm -hmm. is the integration, mm -hmm. that this is genuine. And yeah. your particular podcast is a prime example of that. We're just talking about the integration of something that's fundamental to you. And you're talking about that in a way that's obvious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah, you're talking about real everyday things that people can relate to. And really the only difference probably between my podcast and somebody who is not a Christian making the podcast is instead of bringing the glory back to me saying, yeah, but it was okay. And I figured it out and I got through it and I sucked it up and you know, it, it's really just being like, no, it really wasn't okay. I had a hard time. I had to bring it to God in prayer, you know, and it's going to be okay because I know it's in God's hands, you know, mm -hmm. God's sovereign. So it's really, it's where you come to at the end, you know, 
um, instead of focusing on me and what I can do in myself, it's really just focusing on what God can do through me. Mm-hmm. I feel like is where it, yeah. And that enables you to be honest. Yeah. Because if you're concerned about how this is going to look for you, honesty is always a challenge, mm-hmm. right? Because then we're thinking, how can I manipulate the way people see this so that they have a better impression of me? Mm-hmm. If it is true that our lives are not lived for ourselves, but for someone else, mm-hmm. that should enable us to be honest. Mm-hmm. Far more honest than perhaps most people, because it's really not about us. I mean, genuinely not. I know that we can say that and it still is. <laughs> I mean, we've been good enough to do that, yeah. but it should really not be. It should be honest enough to be really self-disclosing mm-hmm. in a way that brings attention to someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I would agree. Hmm. So... We've been talking for about 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Does it feel like that? No, it doesn't. So I'm going to ask you one final question. And that is, how will you know when it's time for your podcast to be finished? <laughs> because podcasts are often very intermittent, right? Yeah. Some of them have been around for a long time. Some of them go for six months. Sometimes it's just a serial form. Like I have a story to tell and then it's done. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know when yours is going to be done? No, that's a really good question. And it's actually something I've, I've thought a lot about because it, the... I don't want to say the enjoyment, but the, I think I really needed the podcast, um, in the beginning. I think it was a a gift that God had given me that I I really needed. I was pouring myself into something. I was creating something. Um, and I knew it was something that was going to hopefully be able to be encouraging to others. So I think I really needed it. Whereas at this point, I don't feel like I I need it as much, but I think Mm. that's why I've kind of toned it back that I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm, because I still have people that I want to talk to. I still have stories that I want to tell. Um, and like I said, I know that people are listening and they mm-hmm. care and it is encouraging. So I want to continue with it. But I, I have, I'm just letting it be a big open, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to kind of, like I said, it's kind of become organic and I'm just letting it kind of, I don't want to say lead me, but kind of, you know, it, 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 it is a lot of prayer around like, okay, how can this be? is this still glorifying to you? Or am I just doing it just to do it? But actually during this holiday season, I am, I'm kind of nervous to say this because (laughs) I have to do it. Okay. Um, So this is like an on, on podcast commitment. (laughs) This is, I, I want to do some Instagram lives and some Facebook lives of doing Christmas stories, but I don't think legally you're allowed to like, read oh, yeah. a Christmas story. Right. Yeah. So, um, I, like I've said, I do improv. Uh, so I'm going to have my husband draw a few topics about Christmas and I'm going to make up, uh, an improv story on the spot oh, wow. for Christmas is my goal. And I want it to be something that people can sit down and listen to with their families and their kids. So that's my hope and goal. I want to do that while I'm not making podcast episodes. I want to do that during this Christmas season. It's just another thing that I want to try. So, I guess you got to look forward to those now because I said I was going to do I'll it. tell you what, it makes me even a little bit nervous to hear you say that. <laughs> well, that's the thing is I literally have no idea how it's going to go. But I think it, it could be a fun thing. And my hope is that it can engage it can engage community, yeah, right? So right. it's not something you're doing by yourself. Storytelling does that. Right. So you can sit down with your family or with your friends and listen. And so that's kind of an organic form that this I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll use my podcast platform Mm -hmm. and I'll record them as well so that they can be saved and listen to his podcast episodes. But, um, yeah, so I, I have no idea how long this podcast is going to go. I want to let, 
Um, I want to continue to pray about it and really, I mean, I'm a mother for life now, you know, right. like, and there's so many different phases and, and things that happen and topics, topics to talk about. So I'm just going to, to let it, I'm going to let the podcast lead and see where it goes from there. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for spending some time with us. Um, I will put links to your podcast okay. and whatever else you would like uh, yeah. in the notes to this show. Okay. Again, thank you. And we'll look forward to next episode. Bye, everyone.